and welcome to Talking Bottom. The guest of this special episode is Mark Young, who, as a young photography student in 1991, managed to land two photo shoots with Rick Mail during the time he and Aid Edmondson were performing Waiting for Godot at the Queen's Theatre in London. The first was a solo shoot, and the second was with three of the four young ones, with Christopher Ryan, who was also starring with them in the production, joining Rick and Aid for the shoot. This interview took place over Zoom and the connection was a little bit patchy, but we hope you enjoy this unique insight into that time 30 years ago when Rick and Aid were stars of the West End, with a little show called Bottom about to grace our screens for the very first time. To take you back to when you met Rick and Aid, can you tell us sort of how that came about and how you ended up managing to get those pictures? Okay, so I was a student um, doing an HND in photography. I'd already written to Richard Branson and had a polite decline for uh, one project I was doing, which was a book jacket. It was just literally a designer book jacket for, with, a, with, a, with a minor celebrity on there. So I was aiming high already with Branson. That didn't work. And then I was walking through um, Shaftesbury Lane and I saw, oh, my God, I'm waiting for Godot. I've, uh, right, okay. So got a student ticket. 10 pound and I thought right I'll, I'll just see what's going on in the backstage you know around the around the stage door and I went around there and there's a couple of young uh, girls there about so just about three years younger than me and they were like really enthusiastic saying Rick's on his way he's coming he's coming and I'm like oh shit maybe I'll hang around and um, next thing I know he's he shows up there in his leather jacket I remember really wanting that leather jacket so, so much it was like a biker jacket with a sort of brass looking zipper on it and he was just so nice to us all. And uh, I, um, I didn't even have the guts to ask him anything. So I just sort of left a note with the guy in backstage or at the stage door after, uh, after, after he uh, went in, just uh, saying, dear Rick, I'm doing a photography project. Can I uh, please do a photo session with you sometime? And here's the deal, right? I never took a camera with me. I always like used to set up things. This is the, the first time I ever tried it, it worked. And that led on to so many other things after that. Never show up with a camera, never be a paparazzi. Just yeah. go there with a little letter, ask for a permission, and then make an appointment. And, you, and sure enough, his agent got back in touch with me and said, um, yeah, when do you want to do it? So I'm like, okay. I was working at McDonald's, so I'll see if I can get the night off. <laughs> and I did that and <laughs> went around. And uh, what I needed was um, an hour before he, he was due to go on stage because he literally didn't have much to do. I mean, sorry, he just literally put on a scruffy looking yeah. bowler hat and pretty much came ready for the thing. Yeah, my photography teacher, Kevin Liggett, who still works at Kent Institute of Art and Design, even now, he said to me, you've got to do this properly. Take a studio camera with you. And uh, as for lighting, don't worry about flash, just um, point a studio light off the back wall and it'll light everything just nice and even so i just took everything like that it looked like i was a soldier i literally had um uh, a back a big green backpack on full of this lighting gear a great big tripod that was way too heavy for me and carrying that like a gun so imagine like i'm going through london like this like you know carrying this great big thing that looked like an m60 with a great big backpack on nowadays i probably get arrested just for looking like i did and i really had an attitude as well you know i carry this like don't mess with me i've got a i've got a tripod so i had all the gear with me it all was stuffed in that backpack like literally like thousands of pounds worth of equipment and just a student with no insurance or anything and set up there and he let me in he uh, just said yeah, just get on with it. And I just set up and uh, we were chatting as we set up. Then um, he went out to the room for a while 
and I did actually have a little uh, snappy camera, managed to get lots of pictures of all the fan mail and the flowers and, you know, all, all the stuff. So obviously, like, there was even in this dressing room, there was even a bed. I, I assume that, like, if he really tired, he could just, like, stay the night. But anyway, so forget the tripod, left that alone and just did it all free freehand and uh, he was fantastic the first thing he did didn't really take me off my uh, nerves he just did this he had his finger up his nose and he looked like, like really bland at me so we, we worked from there you know I was very aware that sometimes um, with these people that are overly photographed that they have these stock uh, poses that they always do and I think finger up the nose is one of his standards mm -hmm. so I was really trying to coax him out of doing his this, stock things this one as well did you ever do that oh, he's just bent, bent down <laughs> we, like that yeah, like we didn't actually do that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've seen him do that a few there's a few pictures of him doing that and I, i've seen him there's a video well, it, of him doing it as well the nearest we got to that is after we finished the session i said look at a set mirror and it was the worst thing i ever did with him because i had this well me and my friends back in portsmouth we had this we had made up this uh we we're gonna do this the perfect grimace. It was like, I'm going to do it for you right now, right? You, you had one eye really squinted, one eye really bulbous, bulbous, and then you twist your mouth around as well. And I'm going to really impress him with this, like, really comic, um, gurning face. Of course, that's my only picture now with Rick Mayo. Yeah. Um, well, it was for about nine years anyway. And um, when it was published recently, yeah. Brilliant. That's the one they used, yeah. I forgot my penis reference. He had his finger um, pointing yeah, downwards yeah. like yeah. that. You know, yeah, yeah his... sure. Yeah. 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 It's a great, There's it's the a penis great reference. <laughs> there you go. So he was fine. You know, that, I learned a lot from that picture. You don't have to do a stupid face. Look really like breezy, like, like nothing's going on and do something that... Just catch, yeah, you know. the attention. Uh, yeah. From that, you then got invited back, didn't you, to, um, to do like a group session with them? Yeah, because when we were talking, actually, just um, if I can rewind a bit, when I was when I'd done with the actual main photo shoot, he got a call from his agent and it was a really important call, but he let me stay there. That's so weird that someone would let me stay there, but I had to clear up anyway. And I had some film left and I and, and I just got a load of pictures of him on his phone. I, I mean, just on, on, on the, you know, on the phone. Asking, we, we do another British Empire. No, not British Empire. Sorry. Um, what do you call it? The, uh, the politician. Yeah. yeah, it shows. It shows. I didn't watch that one very often, was it? <laughs> you know, I, I'm pure bottom me. Yeah, he was. He was uh, doing the typical actor thing of like uh, saying, "Oh no, I've done that enough. Now I've done that enough. How much?" You know. So he was actually uh, planning another one after yeah. all. Anyway, so I did a bunch of those pictures, and then um, as I was clearing up, he said to me, "Um, oh, um, Mark, piss off." Okay. <laughs> right, but yeah, one one thing I think we talked about just before I pissed off before he got on that bonus let's do another one with the rest of the original young ones crew yeah. so that's what we worked on and i sent another letter always wrote to the right people and they invited me back like i said two weeks later so i had to have a theme for this i couldn't just go in and just do um these guys backstage i, I feel like uh, i needed to reference something so i referenced david bailey's picture of the cray twins or rather the cray brothers because there was a, one picture of three of them together I never even knew oh, it was okay. So there was this famous picture of David Bailey took in a studio, white background, very harsh lighting, you know, making the um, jowls and the, you know, the grimace and the eyebrows look very kind of dark. 
and I wanted to do that, but with these lovely guys called, you know, we used to call the young ones, right? There's the challenge. So um, they let me do it. I even brought um, overcoats. I actually told them bring overcoats, but I brought in extra overcoats. I even brought, I, this is me walking, you know, getting a tube plane and everything. Yeah, I had wardrobe with me and the lights now. Brilliant. So I took all this and I was really taken back when um, Chris, he didn't want to wear the jacket. And I was like, oh, come on, Chris. And then Adrian Edmondson got really like suddenly very, um, protective over him you could see how protective he was like uh, he, said, he doesn't want to wear it I'm like oh shit mm. I, I've upset the mood now you know like oh no. and for a moment there I thought this is this is the end I can't do anymore but um they they soon went into character you know like I had uh, Chris Ryan standing in the front looking cool and looking like he's the tallest guy there mm. because he's you know I was in really low angle I had a light that's literally just a really harsh light just shining right down. So you get all these nasty shadows. And uh, of course, Rick and they, they just did their thing. At the back, they're like, uh, you know, pulling each other's noses and stuff like that. And, and they, they were troopers because uh, bad, you know, and he, he came along looking much more worse for wear than he, he did when the first time I met him. He had all his silver stubble showing and uh, his hair that was in a ponytail. And yeah, they pulled through and they, they, they did some lovely pictures. We all did it just in the corridor with a big oak door behind. So it just looked kind of bland and there's no clutter there. Mm -hmm. It was a very quick shoot, maybe only 10, 10 minutes maximum. Wow. I, I kind of left it with, I left it with regrets. So I was like, I could have done so much more with those guys in the background there, you know, really getting them to torture each other while Chris just stood there oblivious. So <laughs> I, you know, I did what I did. It was in focus. What I could, what can I say, you know? Yeah, um, yeah fantastic. <laughs> it lasted. Yeah. You went to watch, you saw Waiting for Godot before that then, before you had the shoot. Yes. So that would be two weeks before when, the night I met Rick the first time when I asked him, when I asked him uh, backstage, or I sent the letter backstage if I could do the pictures. I or I met him, then I went and saw Waiting for Godot. And then afterwards, I got like an answer, um, at, you know, when I came back out again, when he came back out again. And then uh, when I actually went to see him, I went straight from seeing him, literally piss off Mark. And I was like walking around the corner uh, and went to see Drop Dead Fred. And I was sitting there, maybe only three people in the audience. And I was the only one laughing. I was oh. literally sitting right That's strange. at the front. I was killing myself. With, it was, it was like, I was looking around and there was only, I could see three people. Maybe there was six people, whatever. But I was thinking, I bet it. I just come from <laughs> meeting this legend and, and no one no yeah. one here appreciates or cares yeah, yeah. So they have. No, so they're, they're just this, seeing us anyway. yeah and you'd, you'd watch the young ones then had you were you a fan from oh god watching them in the of course ones? yeah i would i am still like mortified that they went off the cliff you know <laughs> <laughs> we watched every episode and then we replayed it in school and um my friend scott was always rick so i had to be I, I was pretty good Neil, actually, but uh, yeah, we all had our parts back in school, in the playground, or in in the in, in the in the courtyard, you know, like yeah. just uh, regurgitating lines and kind of riffing off it and coming up with new things that we think they should say and all that stuff. Yeah, fun. So meeting Rick yeah, was so a definite big like, time hero. Yeah, yeah. People jealous. He was. He was, and, and you know, I I actually got a little bit of um, sweet revenge back on some girlfriend I had as well because uh, she she used to have this thing of like if I if there's a scary thing I have to do I just have to imagine the young ones are there like for instance so she'd say oh 
if she had to walk into a dark woods or something. Well, if the young ones are there, I imagine they're there. So I went back and saw her about a year later after I took these pictures and said, uh, yeah, I've got these pictures of the young ones. And she's like, no, you lie. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> she's like killing herself. When you saw Waiting for Godot, what did you think of it? Oh, OK. So I, I how old just, are you uh, when you're seeing this as well? When, tw- 23. Um, OK. So you can I, understand I you can understand it at that age, I guess, pretty much. I don't know how. Yeah, how... yeah. a few years before, I'd actually been cast as Little Lucky and then uh, that was just in a previous college, South Downs College. So I knew about the play. I knew what kind of thing it was, but I, still to this day, I don't fully understand it. Okay. But um, I watched it. I loved the fact that they were more um, having fun with it than taking it too seriously. And it was very highly entertaining i wish i could go and see it again i wish there was video of it i, I made video. yeah video. yeah we we was our next question it, trying to find out if there's anyone no no of course we don't no no one does there's there's uh, footage of the yeah. rehearsal yeah. that was on uh, bbc news or whatever so you find that on youtube mm. but no it's that's the most annoying part of theater yeah. to me is that it can just vanish off into the ether lost forever for all time and it should have should have been prepared so how long after yeah. seeing the show did you see Bottom? And did you notice, oh, yeah, okay, I, I kind of, did you see any similarities between Godot and stuff at that age, having experienced that in the room? Yes, I can see that that, that was their two characters that they kept, let, you know, they wouldn't let these two characters die. You know, they, they had previous, uh, I saw, saw elements of uh, the, the Dangerous Brothers in there and also Filthy Rich and Cat Flap. You know, it's all Richie and Eddie, isn't it? It's always Richie and Eddie. And so they were just really carrying it through to Bottom. But when Bottom came out, I was like straight there in, in the uh, studio audience at BBC watching it and um, loving oh, it. How, uh, many did and, you, uh, how many did you get to see shows we recorded? I believe I saw two. I get confused between that one and some towers. I, I definitely saw a lot of um, Sean Hughes as well at the time. Oh, it, was, it was definitely twice... I went to see Bottom. I remember um, they don't let you out for seat to go to the toilet. So literally you're pissing yourself um, laughing. Which episodes did you see recorded live in the studio? Oh, I could tell you that. Um, the one where um, he gets his underpants filled with custard. <laughs> oh, one of the absolute best ones. That's yeah. amazing. Culture, yeah. That was it. Oh, my God. That was the chess episode. How was that? Do you remember much of it? Like them entertaining the audience when they were between yeah. the setups and that kind of thing? Yeah, there's a little rivalry there too as well. I think Mark 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 Lamar came on as a, as a warm up, oh, and uh, really? he, that was the first time I ever saw him, and he he was fantastic. And then uh, yeah, so and then when they came on, they were just they were literally they could have been their own warm up men. They were just mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Well, especially Rick. I mean, I I've, I, I noticed with Aid, he, he's always a little bit more um, subdued, but uh, no, Rick was crazy, uh, winding us up and getting us ready. He's the eternal showman, isn't he? So even even if they're not recording, once the cameras have stopped recording and they're doing the next setup, he wants to be provoking the mm. audience, making them laugh, keeping them going, you know. That's right. Never stop recording. What was the other one you saw? Can't remember. I can't remember anything about the other one, which is making me wonder where I just imagined it. Because you know? <laughs> I started thinking, oh, you know, the one with that guy from Ain't No Hot Mum. No, that was Sean Hughes again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do remember one thing, though. I met my future wife the next year and it turns out we both went to the same bottom show so oh, wow. isn't that weird we both oh. went she went with her brother i went <laughs> with some that's when you know they're uh, the one 
am I right in thinking you then got invited to the guest house Paradiso premiere to take pictures as well? Well, well by then I'd actually sold my soul and become a paparazzi. Ah. So I did actually show up with my normal, you know, SLR and flash on the top. And But typical to me, I, I didn't ever do, this is my rules of paparazzi, right? I'd never do a doorstep thing, which means you never stand outside someone's house while they've just had a divorce. You never chase Diana or anything like that. But what I did do was really... Um, get make friends when I got there of course it took no time at all I was inside so it was wonderful I actually met uh, Rick's wife and um I used to had this thing where I would just ask permission every for every single thing I actually met, went up to Rick's wife and I said to him her, her um maybe it was him I said to her you know what um he started my career he's because of Rick he's said yes that actually gave me the confidence to ask all these other comedians you know to be my portfolio and all that so um, do you think I could go up and ask him and um, oh, go and you know, just thank him for that? And he goes, go and tell him yourself. And of course, that's what I did. And then um, that's when I finally got, after we, uh, after we left, we left at the same time, I managed to get a picture of him where I wasn't looking like an idiot. Did he remember you? <laughs> I don't know where that picture yeah. is. I keep finding it every now and again. Did he remember you from? No, I mean, he pretends to, doesn't he? You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. the session? I, I did, like, I sort of reminded of it, of it and he was all like acting like he did. I don't know whether he really did or not. I mean, so many people, but uh, he made me feel like he remembered me. So that's that's all that matters, right? Yeah, um, I suppose so, yeah. And is he your favourite ever celeb that you've, you've yeah. photographed then? Is he a special place in your heart? Definitely. It, I, I've actually got personal friends that are celebrities I've met before, and yet Rick pops everyone. That was the last time I ever saw Rick. So, um, you know, yeah. I, they're thinking, this, this is great. You know, like, this is going to be forever. And, uh, of course, uh, yeah. that was the beginning of the end, wasn't it? Yeah. I never saw any of the live stuff. Never went to see Bottom Live, but yeah. I saw it all on YouTube. I love it. But... Did you see Guest House Paradiso? Of course. Yeah, I saw it with, you know, with, with the cast. That, the that was a show, there was a showing and then, yeah, the premiere. What, we, uh, what did you think of it compared to the uh, show? Well, I was just really stoked that it was a movie. I, I remember seeing, I loved um, the fact they used the girl from the Vava Boom ad, you know, so she, she was, uh, it was a bit eye, eye candy. I liked the slapstick had gone up a grade, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, it was like really detailed this time. Well, uh, <sighs> thank you. Thank you very much for talking thank to you. us today, Mark. It's much appreciated. All right. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, back uh, on video best of luck with the podcast bye. and the book. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>